the Internet's most listened-to talk radio network, VoiceAmerica.com, with Joyce Bender and Disability Matters. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and a special welcome to all of my listeners. You are so tremendous. I just can't thank you enough for how you followed this show and the email I've received and just your wonderful loyalty to the show has helped me spread the word about quality of life for all people with disabilities. But you know, you can't gain that quality of life until you have competitive employment. And that is why I am so excited about our guest today, who will soon be known in this country as a champion for people with disabilities. That is the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation, our champion, Ralph Baker. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. And I want to say, as you're listening to the show out there, here we have an extremely high-level executive from Computer Sciences Corporation, and he himself has led the charge to provide employment for people with disabilities. And many of you know that I am also the owner of Bender Consulting Services, and may I tell you I know no one like this because even as we're speaking today, because of this man, people with disabilities will probably, well, one of them for sure and possibly more than one, will be gaining competitive employment. He has led the charge. There's no just talking about it. Ralph Baker has made it happen. But, Ralph, since many of our listeners may not know everything we're talking about with CSC, why don't you first tell them a little bit about what you do at CSC and how large the company is. Okay. I'm the uh, Vice President for Financial Management for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation. Uh, in uh, Fortune Magazine's most recent Fortune 500 ranking, CSC was number 142 at $14.8 billion of revenues. And the federal sector, which is predominantly our U.S. government business, is about a third of the company. And I'm responsible in my area of financial management for the contracts organization, business acquisition, and the financial performance of our contracts for the federal government. And you've been a very loyal and long-term employee, as I think I'm correct. When did you join CSC? Well, I joined uh, CSC back in uh, 1977, so it will be uh, 28 years this coming November. Well, as you can see when you're listening to the show now, we're not talking about some little small company here. $14.8 billion, and Ralph, what would you say approximately as far as number of employees? Uh, approximately the number of employees is in the uh, about 65,000 employees currently. Think about that, over 60,000. And you are throughout the world. You are located throughout the world, correct? Yes, we are. Now, Ralph works in D.C. because, as he mentioned, 
He is in this executive position for the federal sector of Computer Sciences Corporation, and they do provide services to our federal government across the board, which is very impressive, and, and they are doing a tremendous job. But you really, Ralph, you are doing more than most people ever do, especially right now in this country since only 35% of Americans with significant disabilities who want to work are actually working because you are a leader on an ongoing basis. And I want to explain to our listeners what I mean by that. You know, I meet people in my life and they'll hire one person with a disability and that's it. You know, they'll hire two people and, oh, they want all these accolades. But there's a difference between that and someone who on an ongoing basis works to employ people with disabilities. And it has been like that since I met Ralph Baker. And, Ralph, why is that? Can you tell our listeners why do you do that? Okay. Uh uh, let's see, I, I I met you, Joyce, I believe about four years ago, and uh, you know, I've been pretty fortunate in my life in that uh, you know, I grew up in uh, rural Pennsylvania and went to school there, et cetera, moved to Washington, and, and I've done well, but at the same time, I have a, uh, a younger brother that uh, has epilepsy, and, uh, and then the opportunity presented itself when I met you that it was an opportunity for me to... Uh, Give back to the community and to do something for others, and uh, and I seized that uh, opportunity uh, when we hooked up uh, to uh, make this a, a cause of mine. Since I I've been affected personally with my brother. Well, I wouldn't. We would know very well what that's like, since I also have epilepsy. But I guess you saw how that impacted the way people were with him. Am I correct? Absolutely, and uh, and and I I know what my uh, my first reaction was when he had his uh, first episode, et cetera. Didn't know what was going on, and uh, and saw how his life was impacted to a degree, and uh, and then I had the opportunity to to uh, make a difference. I uh, I uh, jumped at the opportunity. Well, kudos to you because. I only wish there were more people like you that don't just talk about it. You know, a lot of people just talk about it, but you really did something about it. And for those of you listening, remember, I, too, have epilepsy. 2,700,000 Americans have epilepsy, but most people do not want to disclose they have this because of the way they're treated, which is, which is what Ralph is referring to, and that's very unfortunate. But, Ralph, you have done a lot, and I am so impressed with it. But I wanted to get your opinion. Why do you think this is so hard? As you well know, CSC has been a beacon of light, a role model, as far as I'm concerned, for the rest of the country to follow, because they have really reached out more than I've ever seen before to employ people with disabilities. But I'm fortunate. I have people like you. I have Russ Owen. I have people from the top. I have people like Gus Sakurka. I have, uh, you know, they've appointed Leanne Thomas. And then, of course, we have wonderful Colleen Hurley, who we'll talk about again. But we have people across the board from the top, leaders for years that have worked with us. But, you know, you need that because it's hard. Why do you think it's so hard, Ralph, for Americans with significant disabilities to gain employment? Well, I think it's 
it boils down to the the basic tendon of uh, of human nature. People feel uncomfortable with what they don't understand. They they don't know how to react, how to uh, how to how to act. They feel awkward and and to a degree, fear of unknown. They 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 see a person with a disability and somehow, well, how should I treat this person? Rather than saying they're they're a fellow human being, etc. They just feel uncomfortable with the situation and uh, and uh, it's. It's sort of in a way like confrontation in that we people have a tendency to try to avoid those things that uh, they're not comfortable with, and and we've got to uh, we've got to move beyond that and understand people are people. That's the basic tenet of life. And you did hit on a thing. I do appreciate your comments about me, but I would be derelict if I didn't give significant credit in my organization to uh, Colleen Harley, uh, who has undertaken uh, this effort with working, uh, making a competitive environment for the uh, disabled with a passion that uh, that uh, makes makes my job easier and that uh, makes me look good in that she has such a passion for this and has done so well in this area and sees this as an opportunity to make our community here in Washington and elsewhere within the federal sector uh, a better one through her efforts. And I agree with you. I, I believe that her support of your leadership is absolutely phenomenal. She reminds me of when uh, Jenny Thornburg, Dick Thornburg's wife, said that when I do this work, I think about it every day. And what happened here is I think Ralph is a great role model for anyone listening to the show right now because what he did is he specifically handpicked uh, an individual who works for him, Colleen Hurley, he, he chose her to work with our contact person at CSC, Leanne Thomas. And, and you know, from, even when Leanne talked to her, from when everyone met Colleen, so impressed with her. But Ralph chose her, and I'll tell you what, she has worked this every day. She just has a passion, and I think you'll agree, Ralph, that don't you think that's important, the person you choose? Absolutely. And uh, if, the, if something like this is going to be successful, it has to be more than just a, a, a check mark or, or another assignment. It has to be something that people want to do, commit to, and and feel good about. Yes, every day. That's why I always tell people when you're at Ralph's level, you know, you have to find other champions in your company who will take this ball and run with it, uh, and she has. But but make no mistake about it, if you're listening to the show, and I know Colleen would tell you this if she was here, Ralph is at a level where he can make things happen, and he has made it clear that he wants to include qualified people with disabilities in employment, and he has really made it made it happen. And I think that, you know, it's just tremendous what you you both have done. But if you were talking to a company that for the first time, if they're listening to the show right now, Ralph, and if they for the first time wanted to try hiring people with disabilities, what advice would you give them? The advice I would give them is what we've been talking about, and that is identifying people to get the program uh, up and running, those who believe in people, believe that uh 
They can make a difference. They have a passion for for doing this. Uh, it's the it's not it's not a check mark. It's not a uh, make me feel good effort. It's what can I do to make the world a better place? And it's it's about passion and compassion, plain and simple. So it's believing in people and giving them the opportunity. And the most important factor is selecting the individuals that are going to. Uh, assist in uh, implementing a program like this. And I'll tell you that it, it has been so successful. It's been so successful that we're going to showcase what Ralph and his group is continuing doing at CSC to various members of the federal government because it is just phenomenal what they've been able to do. But remember, you need a leader at the top like Ralph, and then you need a person like Colleen to push it through for them. But you know what they both have in common? They don't just talk about it, they do it. And when we come back, we'll talk more to a true champion for all Americans with disabilities, the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation, our guest, a great leader, Ralph Baker. You're listening to Joyce Bender on The Voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Have you put down the morning paper in disgust because they weren't reporting what you wanted to read? Have you wondered why there aren't more women's voices in the news? Well, so have I, and we're about to change that. This is former Minnesota State Senator Ember Reichgott-Young. I hope you'll join me for a new radio show every Thursday all about women on the move. We'll look at what's missing in the news, the issues often ignored in mainstream media, like how does Social Security reform really affect women? Why is the Department of Labor proposing to stop collecting workforce data on women? What role will women play in Iraq's new government? We'll create that debate right here. 
The Ember Reichgott Young Show will have prominent women you know and inspiring women you don't know. We'll share stories of women's leadership, courage, and vision. We just need you to be part of the conversation. So join us for the Ember Reichgott Young Show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central Time. It's all about you, women on the move, on voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. We're talking to Ralph Baker, the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation. And Ralph, we have a question for you from one of the listeners in the Midwest saying, Mr. Baker, first of all, congratulations on what you're doing to help people with disabilities. Do you believe then that a child with significant disabilities could be successful pursuing a career in finance? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, I, my personal belief is that, uh, you know, I have uh, currently, we have eight people working in uh, finance through this program, uh, soon to be nine, with a hire we just made today, and possibly ten as of today out of the uh, total we've hired at CSC. All of them are doing quite well. We're very pleased with their performance. Uh, it's about the individual and that and commitment and so on, but uh, I see no reason why anyone uh, can't be a success uh, in life. It's all about drive, uh, desires, etc. Yes, and then we have, and I agree with Ralph, by the way, doesn't matter what the disability is, if you're qualified to do the job, have a good attitude, and you're willing to do the work. Remember, no pity. At my company, we have this motto, no pity. Right to be hired means right to be fired. You've got to go to work every day. You've got to work to the highest level. But if you're willing to do that, wow, just think. I mean, if you're good in finance or accounting, there is no limit to where you can go. Don't you agree, Ralph? Yes, I agree wholeheartedly with that. And I would say that is a good field because there's a great need in the United States today for accounting with Sarbanes-Oxley and everything else that's happened. You know, even some of the big four firms are out there, you know, trying to find more and more people to work for them. So, you know, that that's, that is a good area to go into where there are, you know, a lot of opportunities. And then we have a question for you here, Ralph, from Florida. Again, uh, Mr. Baker, kudos to you on what you're doing to help people with disabilities. I only wish there were more people like you in this country. My question is, as I'm in college, what would you say are the key things I should focus on to be successful? Okay, the key things to focus on, well, I'll reiterate that I believe uh uh, developing a, uh, a good work ethic. Uh, I'm a firm believer that uh, hard work will pay off and always pays off. Uh, so good work ethic, be yourself, be true to yourself, uh, effective uh, follow-through commitment, uh, good grades obviously, 
but uh, if you and and believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself no one else will so first and foremost one has to believe in themselves and then they can do things wow and how profound and what great advice how true I, and i i would have said the same thing because uh you know if you believe in yourself as as president lincoln said your own resolution to succeed is more powerful than any other one thing. So, yeah, of course, you have to have the good grades. But when you believe in yourself and if you're willing to work hard, you can you can move. You can really be successful. And I know that Rolf can tell you at CSC there are so many things you can do and so many places you can work and move into. Isn't that true, Ralph? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, as we stated earlier, we have offices uh, all over the world. Uh, I, I like I like to say on occasion the sun never sets on CSCs, uh, but uh, you know IT uh, uh, jobs, uh, finance, financial jobs, etc. We're in the insurance industry, uh, banking industries, uh, the pharmaceuticals. We uh, we support a lot of different industries through our IT. Uh, uh, functions, etc. Uh, so this, the growth opportunities at CSC are phenomenal. They are. And, and the opportunity for training. Uh, yes, yes. We spend a, uh, a significant uh, amount of funds each year on, on our training programs mm-hmm. here at CSC. Well, I have to ask you this, Ralph. I myself have worked with Computer Science Corporation now for over seven years, as, as you well know, our first champion and still champion today is Russ Owen, the first Tony Coelho Award winner, was Russ Owen. And the leaders have all been so wonderful. I mean, from you to Bill Bancroft to Chris Helm, I could just keep naming them all, you know, who, who have worked so hard to help our company. It's so unusual because at a lot of companies you may have a top person, but it's unbelievable to have this many people that are so wanting to make this happen. Why do you think that is, Ralph? I mean, what do you think created that type of culture? Well, a number of factors. Uh, uh, when I first came to CSC, it was a, more of a family environment. Uh, everyone knew each other in that. It was a similar culture being developed, et cetera. And as we would grow, uh, we'd bring in some uh, additional people and so on, and they would become uh, part of the culture. And it all boils down to, I believe, that CSC has a, a set of management principles, of which principle number one is uh, client satisfaction. But uh, more importantly is our second management principle, which is uh, people are our greatest Assets, and that has been the uh, the culture here at CSC since I since I joined the company back in 1977, and existed when I joined. So it more than likely goes back to when the company started in 1959. But we are a people company. We we uh, our revenues, etc., generate from people, not products. So we really believe that our, our employees are our our assets and. Uh, and uh, we take great pride in their development, their work efforts, et cetera. Well, I know it has really impressed me. There is no doubt about that because, 
as I said, it hasn't just been one person at the top. It's been across the board, and I'm so fortunate I work with CSC all the way <clears throat> to Montreal, Canada. You know, that is how committed the company has been. But you can see that family orientation and that commitment. That commitment to people it, it, it is still there. It is, it is true that it is like that because that's how they've, you know, been with me the whole time I've worked with them. But as I said again, in a country today where very few companies have been able to hire people with disabilities into competitive employment, this is fantastic. And by the way, listeners, if you just caught on to the show right now, Ralph Baker, Vice President of Finance at the Federal Sector of CSC, is a champion leader of employment for people with disabilities, has led the charge in his area to bring in people with disabilities, and even as I'm on the air today speaking to you, they are extending an offer to a person with a disability. So when I say it's ongoing and current, it can't get much better than that. can't be much more, you know, focused than that. They are unbelievable, and they don't stop. Ralph, last year we hired many people in finance and accounting in the United States. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but would you suggest then that young people would possibly pursue a career in this area? Uh, yes, I would. The outlook I see is, uh, as you, as we mentioned earlier, to you see the uh, ramifications from Sarbanes-Oxley with the uh, increased uh, financial accountabilities, et cetera, that uh, industries need to cope with. And at the same time, as uh, the economy continues to recover, and it certainly will uh, move in that direction even more so, I think, over the next 18 to 24 months. But as the economic recovery uh, takes hold, it will generate additional opportunities in the finance and accounting area. I see it as a, a growth area for employment over the next uh, five five years. And it is one segment of jobs that is somewhat insulated from uh, what's been what's come to be known negatively as offshoring in the industry. And uh, people seem to want their finance guy next to them, and <laughs> that's good for me mm-hmm. and good for other people. But so I, I see it as a, a a good employment area over the next uh, five years as uh, we continue in our economic uh, rebound. Oh, that is yeah, that is. That is so true what you said. And we have time here for a question from a listener in Pennsylvania saying, Mr. Baker, this is wonderful what you are doing. One question that I have is what have you done to enable your managers to be so open to hiring people with disabilities? Okay. Well, first off, let me say Pennsylvania is a great state. That's where I was born and raised in Carlisle, South Central Pennsylvania. Uh, the, the one thing I have done, I would, I would have to say, is that uh, basically I, I have uh, made it clear that I am a, uh, a, uh, a champion for, for this cause. Uh, as I said earlier, I hired, uh, not hired, I appointed uh, Colleen Harley to uh, be my, uh, my front person on this. I somewhat see myself as an abler, and her as the doer, and and uh, I've made known to the, to uh, my managers that uh, this is a cause that uh, 
We need to support. People need an opportunity to prove themselves, to show what they can do, and all we are is an enabler. And so I try to do that through uh, Colleen, who has been quite successful, and uh, so I provide the uh, leadership, and she makes it happen. And also, you know, I think that as you hire more and more people, then, then people start getting over their hesitation. Don't you think, Ralph? Absolutely. It, uh, it, you know, I've heard on a countless occasion uh, when uh, we put someone into a job to do quite well. Well, let's let's get let's let's go hire some another one, another one. So it becomes uh, spontaneous, and uh, people get over. As I said earlier, people feel uncomfortable with what they don't understand, what they they don't uh, know. But once they uh, they 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 see the work product, they see the work effort, the commitment from the people, they're more amenable to doing more and more in that area. That's what it takes. If you hire someone, you'll see a difference. Absolutely. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with Ralph Baker, the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation, our friend and champion of hope. This is Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Bringing the world together. You're listening to America's Voice. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S. and www.BenderOfCanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.BenderConsult.com I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Hello, this is Rory Garay, President of Greyhound Pets of America and host of Greyhounds Made Great Pets on Voice America. Join me every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern for an insightful and enjoyable talk about one of man's best friends, the Greyhound. Learn about the history of the Greyhound, discuss proper obedience and training techniques, and find out more about the Greyhound racing industry and what they are doing to help the adoption effort of the former race stars. 
If you own a Greyhound or just love dogs like I do, join me for Greyhounds Make Great Pets every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific right here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk radio. talk radio. You're listening to America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. If you have a question or comment for Joyce or her guest, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now back to Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome back. We're talking to Ralph Baker, the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation. And if you're just joining us, Ralph is truly a champion of hope for people with disabilities. He is an executive at CSC, residing in Washington, D.C., and he has been leading the charge to find competitive employment for people with disabilities. I mean right in his own area. So this isn't a time where people with disabilities, even when they have a master's degree, have to be told, go work at a fast food restaurant where they can use their education. And, Ralph, maybe you could take a moment and tell our listeners the types of work that our consultants do uh, in your area. Many of these people have already transitioned and become employers of yours, but, you know, the types of work they do for you when they work at CSC. Certainly. Well, in, in my area, we have individuals working in our uh, our customer billing department, sending our, our invoices out to our clients so we can collect our cash. In fact, uh, moving in from the invoicing in the cash collections, helping to track our invoices and collecting them uh, if there are issues. Uh, we have a, a couple in our uh, program control organization, which is cost accounting on our contracts to make sure that the financial performance is in line with our uh, management expectations. And then our general accounting functions, uh, journal entries, uh, financial statements, the, the normal accounting, but in, in a variety, not only working in the, the accounting and finance area behind the scenes, but also dealing with, uh, in some instances, our customers and, uh, and our program managers. So a variety of uh, areas in the world of finance. And a question we have from one of our listeners in the Northeast is, uh, Mr. Baker, this is wonderful what you're doing. I admire you very much for helping people who have left out become included in the workplace. A question I have for our young students, what would you say they should focus on in school if they want to pursue a career in finance? Okay, uh, what they should, uh, concentrate in. Well, I think she's meaning like, would you say math or what would you say? Right, right. Uh, math, uh, the two key areas in the degree, in, in the, the area of finance would be, uh, the mathematical skills and the, uh, the, uh, what I want to call the, uh, deductive skills, logic. Mm. Uh, what I, what I would say, uh, it's easy to do uh, memorization tables in math, like 12 times 12, 11 times 11. But to take a, a problem and pull out the pertinent facts and analyze those, the analytical skills 
as well as the mathematical skills are, are important in the business world, especially in financial management. So someone leaning towards the, uh, that area should uh, concentrate on uh, uh, fine-tuning those skill sets because they're both very important. That uh, nothing is black and white in life. You have to uh, you have to uh, pull out of the gray the the facts. So uh, that that would be my advice to uh, concentrate on those courses that uh, hone those particular skill sets. You know what? That is just so interesting what you said because you know what, Ralph. A lot of people don't think about that. When they talk to young people, they just tell them, you know, just go get math skills or, you know, whatever. But you're right. It's also that ability to use your sense of logic or, as you said, analytical skills because you're not just doing a memorization table. As you said, you're solving problems, right? Yes. Real-world problems every day in business. That's hard to teach in school. Yes, it is. That part is hard to teach, but that that is so true. That's a really good uh, piece of advice there. I always tell young people, education is so important. You know, other people may make fun of you, but remember, at the end of the day, you are investing in you. And e- even, Ralph, you even use, like, writing, your writing skills, right, with email and proposals and everything? Absolutely. So it's not just working with numbers; it's uh, analysis, communications. The uh, the whole gambit is of uh, of one skill set is used in the business world. Yes, you see, I too have been in business since about 1979, which means I was there prior to the world of email. <laughs> so were we all. Yes, and it's hard to imagine there was a world before email, but you know what? Once you're working someplace, I don't care what your job is, you've got, you know, you will be using email and you better be able to write because uh, you just never know who's going to get that email, right, Ralph? Oh, without a doubt. Yes, that's why I always tell people, remember, there's a button called forward and you never know who that will be forwarded to. Right. Well, Ralph, what advice would you have for people once they do get hired, once they're actually on board at CSC? What would what would you give them as advice once they're hired that you feel would help them be successful? Okay, my advice to them would be, as I as I'll reiterate again, believe in yourself. You can do the job. Uh, that's uh, the most important. The foremost thing is belief in oneself. On that, their work ethic. Uh, develop a sense and demonstrate their commitment to the the team, to the company, uh, and uh, those would be key things: belief, commitment, and work ethic. Uh, that all pulls together. And and I'd, I'd add, and don't be afraid to ask. Too often we we give people assignments or whatever, and we and we don't. Uh, Explain how it's why it's important or how it fits into the overall. Don't hesitate to challenge to to ask. Uh, that's that's very important, and one should never forget uh, uh, that uh, they need to know and understand how it all plays out together, how it all fits together. And it's not uh, it's not bad, it's not wrong to to challenge or ask that question. 
by all means do that. I have seen people fail when they when uh, they shouldn't have failed because they were too slow to ask for help or, or ask the right questions. They felt it was going to reflect on them negatively, and as a result, they failed when the situation could have been uh, salvaged. So that, that would be my advice. You know what? I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to use that quote in my training session, Ralph, because how many times I've told my new employees when we're talking about being assertive, there is no stupid question. Right. There is, but when you get to the place where you start thinking, I better not say anything, because if I do, they'll think I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm afraid to ask. For sure you're going to fail. You know, well, it's, there's right. nothing wrong with asking. Not at all. And if that was a true statement, then uh, I'm, a, I'm a pretty stupid person because I ask questions all the time in meetings. And, right. uh, and uh, that's how you learn. That's how you understand by asking oh, well, Rob, and making sure be, you have all the facts. I'll be using you in my training session. Okay. Because if you're listening to the show now, that came from a successful executive who's already made it in his career, who's out there right now doing his job and at the same time trying to help people with disabilities gain employment. But if he's not afraid to ask questions, why would you be afraid to ask questions, especially if you're a new employee? Right. Ask if you assume for sure you're going to make a mistake and you'll be left behind and you don't want to do that. Or as Ralph said, you'll be in more trouble because you won't make it, you'll fail. And I too have seen that so often, Ralph. It's when the person sits there thinking, I'm afraid to ask, they don't ask, that they make all kinds of mistakes. Right. Now, yes, how true. Yes. Well, uh, we have... So many listener questions here today. I won't be able to read all of them. And as you know, listeners, I try to read as many as I can. Um, But you seem to have sent a lot this week. I guess that's because you know this person is hiring people. But we do have another question for you here, Ralph. Again, another Pennsylvanian. So we we must have people that knew you were from Pennsylvania. (laughs) Mr. Baker, thank you for all you do. I have a question. It's unusual that you take time to give back to the community as you are. Did you have a role model or someone in your life that influenced you that made you realize that it's not just important to receive but also to give? Well, I don't know if I had one individual role model or not. It was probably the influence of a number of individuals, uh, uh, a gentleman I worked for uh, for quite a number of years, uh, Tom Robinson, who was my uh, my boss when I was in a uh, one of the uh, divisions of the company. Another individual would have been a uh, my mentor, Mr. Uh, Carl Thorne, who uh, is one of the most uh, giving people I'm aware of, and that's so it was a combination of people. And and going to back to uh, something Joyce said earlier, it's become somewhat of our culture here at CE on uh, giving people an opportunity, et cetera. And how about when you were when you were growing up? Were, do you feel you were influenced like in high school or college or anything? Uh, let's see. Probably uh, I was probably influenced by uh, my father to a large degree from the point of view that uh, he made it clear to me that uh, all, uh, all people are... Uh, are alike or equal, and, uh, and and that was important for me to understand that uh, no one is better than another individual. So I would give a lot of that credit to my father also on uh, 
treating people uh, fairly and, uh, and, uh, and appropriately. Well, you know what? He did a doggone great job. And we'll be right back as we end the show today talking to Ralph Baker, a civil rights leader as far as I'm concerned because he's providing freedom for Americans with disabilities through competitive employment. You're listening to Joyce Bender, the voice of voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. The world leader in Internet Talk Radio. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. My name is Maxine Thompson, and I am America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. The world leader in Internet talk, radio. Internet talk Radio. You're listening to America's Voice, VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, please call toll-free at 1-888-335-5204. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And we have been talking to a leader, a champion, an executive who's making a difference in the lives of people with significant disabilities, Ralph Baker, the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation. And I want to say, Ralph, in behalf of all Americans with disabilities and everyone listening to this show, I want to thank you for what you've done the effort you've made to ongoing. Anyone listening to the show, remember, this isn't like he did this one-time thing. He does this every day as recently as today, finding employment for people with disabilities. Ralph, we think the world of you, and we just admire you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, be of help. And may I say, that my employees who are now CSC employees love their job, 
send me emails, instant messenger telling me how great their job is. I always say to those who are non-disabled, you can't imagine how fortunate you are to work. So you have true. to be someone who's been oppressed or in poverty. And when you get this opportunity, wow, it's so great. It is so wonderful. Yes, it is. Ralph, I know that you're working to help me hire more people with disabilities by the end of this year, and obviously you already have been successful even today and have more people in the that, that you're interviewing throughout the year. And I believe you will set the mark as a role model for other executives at CSC and for other companies. And I wanted to ask you a question. Do you think to make a difference it's critical to have educational programs in the area of employment of people with disabilities, or do you think companies will get it more if they just hire people? Well, I'm a proponent that uh, I would say the latter from the point of view, hire people, give them the opportunity, let them demonstrate what they're about, capable of, of, and then throw in a little education. But education by itself is so esoteric, and, and it doesn't put the meat on the bones, as I would say. So I would say it's hiring the people, and you'll see how well they do, and then the next one will happen and the next one. But like most things in life, you need to temper that with some degree of uh, of education of the uh, uh, in the area of disabilities and that. But I'm more of a proponent to let the people show what they can do. And you know what? Just to show you how well this has worked, some of the people that when they hired people still had me come in in Ralph's area and you know to do a disability awareness session, but they were already so bought into it, they already wanted to hire other people. And, and I think education is important. I think you can still do that. I think that's important to have both, but I have to say that there are companies that have had education forever and they're still not getting anywhere. Right. You know, it's when you actually hire people and have them there working. You know, when you see them, they're the best sales proponent of the program are people with disabilities who are successful at work. Absolutely. It's what I call putting the rubber on the road. Yes, that's right. And, you know, just as Ralph said, and it's true, this has happened so often at CSC where people have said, wow, this person is good. Hey, let's get more people on board. Let's bring more people on board. But that's because they saw the success of someone else already. That's what sells the program. That's what makes a difference. But you've got to do something, not talk about it. You've got to make it happen. And, Ralph, what is the website for Computer Sciences Corporation? Uh, let's see, www.csc.com. It's real simple www.csc.com. So if you're listening to the show today and you want to learn more about Computer Sciences Corporation, just go to www.csc.com. And in addition to that, if you're listening to the show today and you're hearing the great work that Ralph Baker is doing, feel free to send a letter to the Federal Department of Labor and send it right to the Secretary of Labor, Secretary Elaine Chow, and tell her you heard this person on the show and how great it is to know there is a company that is making a difference by employing people with disabilities. Once again, if you want to read more about CSC, www.csc.com.
CSC.com, and Ralph Baker is the Vice President of Finance and Administration for the Federal Sector of Computer Sciences Corporation. And not only have they been successful bringing people on board, I wanted to mention, Ralph, that I started working with CSC seven years ago and that many of the people, the majority of them actually, are all still at CSC and many of them have been promoted. So at CSC, it's not that hard to get moved up. Isn't that true? That is so true. And... uh Good work, hard work always pays off and is recognized. And uh, that's the uh, the name of the game uh, we have in the finance area. We probably have about 30% of our population that's been at the company, I'd say, at least uh, 10 to 15 years easily. Is that right? Yes. 10 to 15 years. Wow. And, Ralph, if someone wants, after they've worked for CSC for X amount of years, if an opportunity turns up and it's somewhere else in the United States or in the world for that matter, wouldn't they be able to apply for that? Absolutely. If they're qualified, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, any job at CSC is open for qualified individuals. Uh, I myself have always lived by a rule that I will not, uh, for my own personal uh, 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 reasons, hold anyone back if an opportunity presents itself and... Uh, They'd like that opportunity. The uh, the other person wants would like to have them by all means. So uh, there are no guarantees in life, but uh, at the same time, there are no barriers either. And I always thought this was tremendous because I thought, wow, just think if you work for this company and you've been there for several years, and then a great opportunity comes up somewhere, really anywhere, you could move because. There is so much opportunity, and Ralph, since you started there, there has been such tremendous growth. I bet it's hard to believe. Oh, it, it certainly. Uh, when I started, the company was probably about uh, five hundred million, and as I said earlier, it's almost fifteen billion. Wow! So we'll do fifteen billion, over fifteen billion by the end of this year. Fifteen billion in sales. Right. And think what a rapid growth that has been. And the federal sector of CSC, Ralph, is that about the largest group in CSC? Uh, yes, it is. We're about a third of the company currently. Last year we were a little bigger, but we did a divestiture. But we're the uh, the biggest uh, unit within the company currently. Our uh, outsourcing group, uh, TMG, is slightly behind us, but we are uh, number one right now in the I- company. And remember you had said before about, you know, the offshore work and different, you know, issues that come up there and how with finance you like to have your finance person next door. But also when you're working for the federal government, especially if it's an intelligence agency, I would assume you probably have to stay right here. Absolutely. Uh, yes, uh, foreign nationals uh, wouldn't cut it with our, uh, our intelligence agencies, et cetera. They have to week that work is uh here in the uh, country. Doesn't mean that those people who are in that work are intel contracts don't go overseas on occasion. They do some of that, but they uh but they are US citizens. Well Ralph, do you have a final message for our listeners today? Uh yes, my, my I would have to say that uh I'm a believer that people want to do well. They just need the opportunity to, to demonstrate it. So let's give them the opportunity. Let's give them a chance. 
and uh, don't give up. Don't give up, and let's give them a chance. What great words from such a great man. And every show we end with a quote from someone trying to help people with disabilities, and today it's from Charles Schwab. And ironically, it's like he just talked to Ralph before he got on here because the quote is, the difference between those who fail and those who succeed is largely perseverance. Never quit. How true. Same words as Ralph Baker. Ralph, we think you're the best. Thank you for all you are doing, and thank you for being on the show. And thank you also to Colleen. Ralph, keep up the great work you're doing. Thank you, and it was my pleasure. All right. See you next week. Tune in. Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. You're listening to The Voice of VoiceAmerica.com. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.